from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. For the third time this year, the second time in Toledo, President Donald Trump made a campaign stop in Ohio last night. Kevin Landers reports. Thousands of Trump supporters stood in awe with cell phones in hand as they watched Air Force One land in the suburban Toledo town of Swanton. This is the most important election in the history of our country, in my opinion. The president is set to select another judge to the U.S. Supreme Court after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Probably Saturday we will announce the nominee. The president spent most of his speech telling the crowd why they should fear a Biden presidency. The Biden-nominated justices will shred our Second Amendment, eliminate the right to self-defense, and allow the government to confiscate your privately owned firearms. Those who attended this event were given free masks and needed to sign a disclosure statement holding the president harmless if they were to get COVID-19. Reporting near Toledo, Kevin Landers. An enthusiastic crowd greeted the president at the Toledo airport yesterday. Roxanne Elias has more. A ton of people traveled to support President Donald Trump. We do feel Trump is the best choice. You know, I know he's not perfect, but he certainly is fighting for the things that we believe in. And although we're in a pandemic, people tell me they believe they should still be allowed to come out here and support their president. I think they do as long as they follow directions and try to keep it safe as possible, and I think it'll be fine. They say no matter if you are a Republican or Democrat, no matter what you're, who you're voting for, get out there and vote. <laughs> Roxanne Elias in Swanton. During President Trump's campaign stop, he downplayed the impact of the coronavirus, which, according to data from Johns Hopkins University, has killed 200,000 Americans. He says this virus only affects certain people. It affects elderly people, elderly people with heart problems and other problems. If they have other problems, that's what it really affects. That's it. Research from Johns Hopkins shows that the elderly and minority communities across the United States have been much harder hit than others. In an interview for the CBS Evening News, Vice President Mike Pence addressed President Trump's pending nomination for the U.S. Supreme Court following Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death. Yolanda Harris reports. He addressed why a pick must be voted on now. There have been 29 times that there have been vacancies since George Washington through Barack Obama. In all 29 cases, the president has made a nomination to the Supreme Court during an election year. And President Trump believes that it's his responsibility and his duty to do that again. So I think it's appropriate to move forward quickly during COVID-19. We don't have the luxury. That's Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman agrees, while Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown says it should wait until January. I'm Yolanda Harris. Governor Mike DeWine has expressed caution as communities and parents consider Halloween activities. Laura Borchers has more. Governor Mike DeWine told parents it might be a good idea to wipe down those candy wrappers and also suggested alternate celebrations like hiding trees around your home or doing a drive through costume party. He also warned families it's time to think twice about any haunted houses or hay rides. It's not what some were hoping to hear. You can make schools work. You can make businesses work. Why can't you make a haunted house work? The president of the Mayor's Association of the Ohio Municipal League says the feedback so far indicates most neighborhoods will move forward with trick-or-treat but with some changes. Absolutely must have sanitizer with them at all times. They get a 
treat, they need to make sure their hands are clean before and after. They don't want to spread anything. They don't want to carry anything. Neighborhoods say they're also looking for word from the local health department and taking in safety guidance from Governor Mike DeWine. I'm Laura Borchers. The state of Ohio and Republican groups, including the Trump campaign, are defending Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose's directive limiting ballot drop boxes to one per county. Pete Scalia explains. They told an appellate court in filings yesterday that a county judge overstepped his authority when he blocked it. The Ohio Republican Party said Franklin County Common Pleas Judge Richard Fry, quote, relied on anecdotal evidence when the case presents a pure question of law. The Ohio Democratic Party brought the suit against LaRose's directive, arguing it's unconstitutional. Pete Scalia, ONN News. The recently elected Ohio House Speaker is taking reign over the chamber in the wake of a federal investigation of his predecessor and the outcry to address the now-tainted legislation at the center of it all. ONN's Dave James reports. Republican State Representative Bob Cup of Lima has been touted as the last Boy Scout by members of his party, while he's seen by his opponents as complicit in what they call corrupt activity that has plagued the Ohio House. The former four-term senator and state Supreme Court Justice won the Speaker's seat by one vote, with every Democratic lawmaker and a few Republicans voting against him. Dave James, ONN News. Ohio State head football coach Ryan Day says he's focused on getting his team back into football shape before Nebraska comes to town October 24th. More from Dom Tiberi. This team only had three practices in the spring because everything was canceled because of COVID. This team has not had pads on since that Clemson game. And there's only one way to get into football shape. That's by hitting somebody. So we've got to get back to tackling, blocking, hitting, level, knocking people off the ball. And so we've got to be tough. We've got to be disciplined. And, and we don't have any games to kind of get our feet wet in this thing. we got to hit the ground running on the 24th. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. And two sculptures that are part of a commemoration for the National Football League Centennial were unveiled last week in Northeast Ohio. ONN's Michaela Madison reports. In partnership with Art and Stark and the Pro Football Hall of Fame, two of the 11 sculptures celebrating the greatest moments in professional football history were unveiled last week. One is a concrete sculpture featuring the collaboration among Lamar Hunt and seven other founders of the American Football League in 1959. The second depicts the moment in the famous Ice Bowl game on December 31st, 1967 at Lambeau Field in Wisconsin when Green Bay Packers won the NFL championship game over the Dallas Cowboys. Michaela Madison, ONN, Canton. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.